Suicide Logs episode 167 is brought to you by fucking nobody, dude. This is an underground podcast. You know, I, I at this point, I'm spending money putting this shit out here. This is what I call dedication, <laughs> ignorance, hard work, bad decisions, fun. Um, fun. Yeah, just we're here with producer lady. She is... Uh, Handling the paraphernalias, the gummy worms, the snacks. We've got my water. I apologize for all of the sniffling that I'm going to do with this episode. And even if I sound a little congested. <sighs> just a little co- cocaina. No, I'm joking. Um, had a really bad allergy attack as usual. At this point, it's just it just comes with my life, you know. Um but I've never really had allergies so bad to where I wanted to kill myself. And I'm actually kind of surprised about that because, well, allergies fucking suck, dude. Like, try going to sleep and you can't breathe. I already think I damn near have sleep apnea and just throw allergies on top of that, dude. The way I sleep, this is how I sound when I sleep. <laughs> you know, it's just, it just sounds like a car that won't start. Um... So I done took me a little 10 milligrams, 10 milligrams of what? I don't know exactly what it is, but we're going to call it Claritin. I don't, what is it, diaphlamalia or some shit like that? I think it's kind of weird how they have a bunch of allergy medication that is put into meth. You know, like Sudafed. I know Sudafed is like a really key ingredient into meth. I don't cook meth. You know, I just watch TV, but I think, you know, some of the stuff that they say on TV is true. Anyway, dude, I'm at the 7 of fucking 11, and I'm I'm searching for, I'm really searching for Zyrtec, because Zyrtec is where it's at, but they don't have that, uh, so I had to get the Claritin. But underneath that, I saw that they had, um, they had CBD bomb, dude, uh, and they, they says no THC at all, just CBD, and... I kind of was tempted to buy it, but I don't know the brands and shit like that. And a part of me just felt like, am I just going to spend $20 on basically fucking, you know, chapstick that I'm rubbing on my my fucking bruises and shit. So I wasn't really in the mood to trust it. But let's just pretend it's real. Let's just pretend like I've never tried CBD products except for like CBD joints and shit like that. But, you know, I've never had like a CBD bomb that I rubbed on my back because oh my scoliosis is acting up and i rubbed on it and then oh boom the next day i'm fucking tip top magoo but i don't know man i feel like we're in a weird time they're selling cbd at 7-eleven you know it's just what are we in 2022 i remember four years ago when cbd was kind of making its first season around the world or something like that first season around. yeah it's like a new thing it's like when you when you smoked weed back in the fucking day like it early 2000s 2010 ish and you got weed in a fucking piece of foil and it was like five dollars for a dime bag or whatever the fuck it is nobody knew did anyone know what the fuck cbd was 20 years ago sometimes i just feel like that shit is made up and it's just a big money grab or i don't know like like what year was cbd made and so anyway, I remember in 2018 when I started getting into it and hearing about it, I called my local vitamin shop and I asked them if they had CBD. And 
they just they they said no, but I could hear it in their voice. Like I sounded like I was a fucking crackhead. They're like, why the, why would we sell weed at the vitamin shop? That's the vibe that I was they getting. Sell it now. Yeah, and that and all, that's what I'm. That's what my point is. They sell it now, and after all these, like they they sell CBD at probably fucking Bed Bath and Beyond, you know. Yeah. And it's just housewife shit you know housewife is the market like you, you the way you market it oh joe rogan talked about it my husband listens to joe rogan let me try this cbd for my fucking anxiety you know and it's just maybe the truth is, is just you need to not be a fucking housewife you know it's just you're stressed you're stressed out with life you're stressed out with the kids and it's just the cbd shit is just gazebo placebo that's an inside joke when i say gazebo because uh uh, that one movie, It, one of the characters was uh, talking about placebo because he had some kind of ADHD medicine or something, but he said gazebo, and I found it to be so fucking hilarious. I talk about it five years later. Um, and so, yeah, I just think it's kind of ridiculous that CBD is just this thing that everybody just kind of gave into without really truly questioning it, at least for me, you know, Um and that's where I stand with that. But hey, who knows? Maybe one day I'll fucking... The podcast will be so successful, I wouldn't really be tripping about spending $20 on a little CBD bomb, and I'll give it a try. I done fucked my knee up a couple of days ago. I fell on it. I was wrestling, and I fell on it, and me and the weight of um, uh, the guy I was wrestling with, we all went onto my left knee, and then after that, we did sparring with a bunch of other people. <laughs> And this other guy, he checked, I wouldn't even consider it a check, we both just kind of need each other, um, bone on bone, and this motherfucker's like 200 and something pounds, so my knee just ricocheted off of his knee, dude, it felt like a Prius hitting a fucking Escalade, dude, <laughs> and like his shit didn't budge, but he said it hurt, and my shit just boinged off his shit, already after I fucking fell on my knee, and so it started hurting. Um, and yeah, man, this is my podcast. I just talk about what's been going on in my head for a little bit. Thank you for your time. Thank you for, uh, investing in me. I don't, I'm not even asking for money at this point. I'm just asking for somebody to fucking, you know, give me their, give me their ears, give me their attention. That's all I care about. Do I really care about that? I guess a little bit if I'm hooking up the microphone and talking and having to upload it and everything but i guess a part of it too is just like it it, it helps set the barriers it helps set the walls because i feel like i'd be kind of it gives me purpose to talking like this because i just feel like I'd, I'd i'd sound a little off if i just kind of came home from work and was like all right give me an hour i'm gonna sit down in the closet and talk to nobody you know but that's essentially what i'm doing i'm just kind of uploading it to the to the internets oh fucking peter hit me up today nobody really hit me up about that episode that he did but that's not really a surprise because i didn't even know what the fuck he was saying for half the episode either so don't feel confused i just gave this guy a little bit of the spot but today he's so excited he wants to get on again and he's like we have to talk about joe rogan we have to talk about him saying the n-word and spotify and where we're headed i'm like do we really <laughs> Do we real? Who the fuck? Like, who the fuck am I? Who the fuck are we to even talk about it? I'm sure there's fucking 50 other podcasts that are talking about their take on Joe Rogan. First of all, I'm not even black, so there's already half of the fucking, you know, 
my uh, credentials out the window right there because if I said anything about it in my opinions, all of my black friends are just going to be like, you you're, you don't even have any, this isn't your fight, this isn't anything to say. Uh, but, oh, I bet it'd be a different fucking story if I came on here and was like, what Joe Rogan did was despicable, I'm never watching the UFC ever again, and all of this shit, you know? I, want, I do kind of wonder if anyone from the UFC has hit Joe Rogan up like, you need to fucking calm down or else we're going to take you off the UFC or something like that. I don't know, man. It's just, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going I'm to I'm let you in on a little secret. When I was really young, when I first, like, had the idea in my head that I wanted to be a comedian, um, one of my very first jokes ever that I wrote down was me fucking um, making fun of Joe Rogan. This was, like, in, like, 2009, 2010. And it was a bad joke. Maybe I thought it was funny at the time, but now I really think of it. Not that many people even really watched MMA back then, so I felt like a lot of people probably wouldn't even know what I'm talking about. But the joke went something along the lines about like, why is Joe Rogan always just so fucking hyped over nothing? Like his whole job is just to, like, oh my god, like Jr. from WWE. How do I explain it? Like, okay, take the UFC, dude. Most of what Joe Rogan, he's a color commentary. So what a color commentary is, is somebody who's not really breaking down technically what's going on. It's someone that kind of adds personality and stuff to, to the commentary. So essentially his job is to be like, oh, he's hurt. Oh, he got hit. This and that, you know? And then I just take it back to like, before he was doing that, it was fear factor. And it's like, Oh, you can do it. Eat the bugs. Oh, you know. And then when you really th and then I I'd like watch his stand up and be like, I don't know. I never really thought his stand up was good, but that's just my own biased opinion. It doesn't really matter about that. And that's a, that's the thing with the whole thing with him getting canceled or whatever like that. Like it's subjective, you know? It's comedy. At the end of the day, are we really going to make a big fucking deal about this middle-aged comedian who was on Fear Factor who who fucking commentates on people getting brain damage for a living you know let's not really hold him that responsible for anything i i like him i'm a, I'm a fan and shit like that you know I, I he's probably a fucking reason why i'm doing a podcast right now because i was really into his podcast in the early days and um it wasn't on purpose or anything a part of me feels like it was just a little bit of a coincidence but the moment he got on Spotify, it really just felt like my course was kind of ran with Joe Rogan. I don't really get that excited um, when he has new episodes out, unless it's a guest that I'm really interested in. Um, when did I really start getting into Joe Rogan's podcast again? Maybe like 2016, 15, around there. And I feel like it started dying out like 2020, 2019. And it's just, you know... And that's kind of the thing that I would get fearful with my podcast is like, I don't want to end up saying the same thing over and over again because I just did so much. And that's how I feel with Joe. Ro it's almost like I know what the fuck he's going to say. So unless he has like a really interesting guest on and he's not doing much talking, excuse me, count me out. Um, and what else? Yeah, I guess that's just something that I'm not. I don't know, he doesn't really even do episodes by himself, but I guess that's not really important, that's not his style. 
Um, I would kind of like I I like the fight companion stuff. Here I am talking about fucking Joe Rogan. Let's let's move on, dude. Let's talk about me, well, the the more important things, right? <laughs> um, I've got some plans with the show. I don't think I've told anyone about this plan, but I think it's a I think it's not really like along the lines of oh this is gonna be a banger oh this is gonna this is gonna make me money kind of thing this is just more of a for myself thing i have an idea which would kind of make me feel i don't know i don't know how, how it is but i'm like excited for it i think i'm gonna wait a couple of months until i actually do it i kind of want i wanted to do it right now but I wanted to just sit on it. I wanted to just really like think about it for a couple of months and uh, um, really plan out how I'm going to do this and maybe even write things down and try not to improvise as much, which is something I don't do that often. Um, even when I write songs and shit, lately I've been like, you know, making lyrics or something just randomly if I have it in my head. It's not like I wake up and I'm, and I'm thinking, oh, I need, I need a goal. I need to write this stuff down. I'm just kind, I'm just kind of trying to make it more of a habit to write things down. So there's no pressure. There's no pressure to make things. I don't get upset when the day is over and I'm like, you came up with nothing funny today, or you didn't come up with any brilliant ideas, because um, this is just, it's just like hobby shit, you know? It's just miscellaneous stuff. Um, fuck. I wish I had my phone on me. Maybe I could pull that out and let you in on what the fuck I've been talking about to myself in my head. Um, what else was I going to say? I had a plan today. There is no plan. It's just a little bit of a filler episode. I've been gone for a long fucking whooping four days. Um, hung out with Predwatch. I don't know if I said that the last episode, but we've been kind of keeping in touch a little bit. was watching some of, uh, the Predwatch videos last night, some of the stuff that I missed out on. And it kind of got me wanting to participate a little bit. It kind of got me like, I want to just be a guy in the background just to like, you know, just an extra, just an extra body to make, yeah, just an extra body to make shit all right. And like, this is, this is something that I was thinking about when, it, when we were doing the, um, or when we were watching the Predwatch videos, this the the Predwatch that guy, the guy who's been on this podcast, he's like the most aggressive guy out of all of the pedophile hunters that are like in the Bay Area that do this shit. Yeah. And he's like, he really gets in these motherfuckers' faces. He's always trying to square up. He's super aggressive, very intimidating. And like I said, I've been hanging out with him lately. We've been working out. We've been we've been doing the arch the arts of martials, the martial arts. And I don't want to expose him, you know, I don't want people, I don't want people, I don't want pedophiles to like figure out his fucking fight skills and shit like that. But I feel like if you're, I don't know, it's pedophiles are weird, man. Like I, I went from watching one video of a guy who's just like obviously mentally disabled a little bit who smokes crystal meth and it's like, oh yeah, that guy's definitely yeah. like, you know, and then there was like another guy who just seemed like a, a a fucking dork, but he seemed smart. Like he would work at a fucking, you know, accounting for the bank or some shit like that. But you would never really guess he's a pedophile. You would, I don't know. It's just like they all come in different shapes and forms. I know an MMA fighter actually who was a pedophile. He got fined for uh, soliciting pictures of his dick or something to like oh a 16 God. year old. 
Um, so anyways, yeah, I was just kind of like thinking about Pred Watch, and I was just like, we worked out. We he's got really good boxing. I'll give him that. His boxing is definitely better than better than mine, but. I'm not good at boxing, so I'm not even, like, what does that really mean, you know? Um, but then we we did more shit. We threw in some kicks and stuff like that, and he was, like, being on. He's got good kicks, you know? Like, if he, if, he ca- if he catches you right and he kicks you with his full force, he knows the form and everything. It's just kind of new to him. He can't kick with the left, though. He can't, like, but that's how everyone is, you know? You show him out martial arts, you show him how to do a, a right roundhouse kick, and then after, like, I don't know, five, 10 minutes of them doing it. I'm like, all right, show me the left. And it's just like square one, maybe even square negative five all over again. And so, yeah, we, we, and then we did like just an MMA round and he was like, yeah, man, you can hit me as hard as you want. You can go off on me. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to do that. We'll just play around. But he was down. He was like, I don't give a fuck about how I look anymore. He like showed me his side teeth. He's like missing a tooth from fighting and shit. Like, He's got the balls, you know, but I took him down and then I mounted him and then I put him in an arm bar and like zero resistance. I don't know if he was just trying to be cool, you know, and make me feel good about like what I did. But like I felt no, you know, and then I watching the videos of him yelling at people and shit. It got me thinking like, fuck, man, what if there was like a jujitsu fucking blue belt or purple belt that was a pedophile? And then I wouldn't want Predwatch to be caught in an arm bar. <laughs> Just, oh my God. You know? And You're so. Like there to help him out, like. Yeah. But it's just another body, you know? He's got other people there and shit like that. But he's good people. He's good people. That's all I got to say. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so what else is going on with me? Oh, this podcast is also kind of an excuse for me to not work out. Because I had it in my head all day. It's like, all right, I'm going to do a certain amount of rounds on the heavy bag maybe do some fucking push-ups but then it got to around six o'clock and it started getting cold and i was like i don't really want to do this anymore <laughs> and so i was like let's just do a podcast it's been a while since i've done a podcast and i, I want honestly if i if i didn't have this i'd want to play the guitar too there's so much shit that i want to do and i got so much limited time sometimes i don't even want to do anything sometimes i look forward to just sitting down and turning my brain off but today i'm like forcing myself to kind of get on here and turn my fucking brain on and um i feel like shit i ate candy today i ate sour gummy worms like i'm fucking 12 and i just felt embarrassed eating it you know i was like looking at the sugars looking at the i was looking at the ingredients i was like telling my friends i'm eating gummy worms and i've got like a muslim friend she was all like is there gelatin in it because gelatin is basically boiled pigs and um yeah you just ate boiled pigs that's what's in gummy worms and uh i was like yup that's what makes it delicious and with each you know my stomach is kind of hurting a little bit but i don't know if that's just like the science of eating this shit or the guilt that's in my stomach and i was like looking at all of the ingredients that gets put into gummy worms and it just it looks like a fucking chemistry experiment dude it doesn't nothing really seems edible except for the number one ingredient which is sugar and and what is it corn syrup corn syrup so fucking bad for you dude i feel like i'm a sugar addict dude i just uh i'm just like i don't know i'm embarrassed that i ate that and then i i bought i got these like healthy chips there's only three ingredients it's like salt 
corn and fucking wheat or something like that. And, um, but yeah, it's late. I'm going to try and make just a steak and potatoes for dinner. And then we're going to start all over tomorrow, man. The gummy worms are probably going to be fucking uh, finished tonight. So all I have to do is not go to the store and buy fucking crap anymore. So we're going to start again tomorrow, man. We're going to start. Um, we're going to start this diet. I had, oh fuck. I had a soda today too, dude. So how many, how many grams of sugar is in a soda? How many grams of sugar is in a Sprite? Let's just, let's just say it might be more, might be less. Let's just say it's 40. All right. 40 grams of sugar in a, in a can of Sprite that I had big no, no. There used to be a time in my life where I'd limit myself to 20 grams of sugar. And to be honest, I probably like my body, my abs, and shit looked way better back then. But you know what didn't look good back then? This is just me. Uh, my skin. I was like looking at old pictures of myself um, last night. Because um, this is about the longest my hair has ever been. And I was just kind of like, I don't know. Today was one of those days where I was like, I want to cut my hair. I want to cut it like how I used to have it. Haven't cut my hair since I started this podcast shit. And, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I was like looking back also just kind of like trying to study older pictures as opposed to now and see like if there's any balding going on. Um, so far so good. It just, you know, it looks the same. Um, what was I doing? I was, yeah, I was looking at old pictures and where, where was I going with that? Oh yeah. And I just kind of noticed my skin, like in some like certain years, like 2018, uh, 2017, I had like bad acne that I didn't even really notice at the time. Like I didn't think until I looked back at the pictures and I'm like, oh wow, I was walking around like that, you know? And um, my skin, I, w- I don't even want to say my skin right now is the best it's ever been. But I definitely knock on wood, you know, I don't get as much acne as I did growing up. And I'm just kind of coming to terms, dude. I'm just kind of like being at peace with it. I might be struggling with acne for the rest of my life because my mom is like mid-50s, dude, and she still gets pimples. And I just remember my whole life, like when she was in her 40s and 30s getting pimples. And um, you know what? Maybe I just got my mom genetic. Who knows? Maybe my mom had really bad skin in her 20s. Hence why I never really saw many pictures of her in her 20s, huh? Um, my dad though, I've never seen a fucking pimple on my dad, like my whole fucking life. It, you know, really like, cause my dad's bald, right? And then my mom has bad skin. Uh, I'm sorry, mom. I don't want to say it like that, but like my mom's skin is just not as great as my dad's when it comes to the, the acne department. Um, and I would really suck if I'm like 35 and I'm bald and have acne. It's just like, wow. I just like. You know, I didn't get the good parts of my parents. I just got all the bad things. You know, I always kind of wonder. Like, you got to think about all of the bad things about your parents and then just kind of think about what do I have that they have and how do I fix it or be all right with it, you know? I always try to focus on the good things. Like, a lot of people say I look like my mom as opposed to my dad. Like, it's different. It's like some days I look like my dad, some days I look like my mom. And I'm like, are people just saying that the days I have acne, I look like my mom or something like that. Um, but yeah, I was kind of hesitant on the saying my skin looks nice now. My skin 
I don't really get as much acne, but I see the age in my skin. I see the bags under my eyes. I see the tiredness. Like, it looks like I've been through shit a little. It looks like a couple of times in my life I've thought about killing myself. You know, you see it in my skin. Um, and it's, it's just going downhill from here, isn't it? I don't know. It's like, I can't, I can't see myself just getting some skin regimen or buying some fucking CBD, rubbing it on my face. And by the time I'm fucking 30, I look 18 again or something. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I was thinking about like all the times I've struggled with acne. I'd get shit prescribed from the hospital. I got like, uh, what the fuck's it called? Benzyl peroxide that I rub on my face. Um, and it's weird, you know, I didn't really have like breakouts when I was, when I was growing up in school, (laughs) but on the very last day of high school, like graduation day, I had like a breakout on my forehead and my buddy's like, dude, your forehead. Like he didn't even say anything else. He's just like your forehead. And I, and I was like, I know. (laughs) And it's just like, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Just a late bloomer, fucking hormones, who knows. But another thing that I was thinking about, I feel like masks have helped my skin a little bit. I feel like wearing masks just protects my skin from the the fucking germs of outside. And that's why maybe my skin has been a little bit more clear lately. I don't know, man. I'm just happy that I have clear skin right now. I used to always just remember being young and like, I don't know, maybe I'd have a fat ass fucking pimple on my forehead or my cheek or something, maybe even my nose. And I'll just be like counting down the days. Like the moment I see it, I'd be like, ah, oh, this is going to set me back another two weeks. Can't go outside, you know, <laughs> just like can't wait for pimples to heal. And then it'd be like this never, well, it did eventually end, but I was going to say never ending cycle of like, I'd get a pimple and then I trip out about it and be like, oh, this looks like it's going to take two weeks for it to fucking go away. And then it might leave a scar or whatever the fuck. And then in the middle, in the middle of like one week of waiting for it to go away, I'm, I wake up with three more fucking pimples. Oh my God. And then my face starts getting all itchy and shit. And then I start stressing out. I'm over here putting cold water bottles on my face. I'm drinking water. I'm like, you know, oh, dude, there was one point where I stopped taking vitamins because I thought I had too much vitamins in my body and that was causing acne. <laughs> and it's crazy, man. Like I don't need, I never even really got to the bottom of it. I just kind of like, it just kind of went away. And, and I'm glad I never took like Accutane or, or shit like that. Cause they say that shit makes you suicidal. Uh, that's a credible source. I heard that on the Joe Rogan podcast. It wasn't Joe Rogan who said that it was like a comedian who said like, yeah, acne was the reason why he stopped believing in God. And you know what? Yeah, man, like some of the most suicidal times in my life are when I had bad acne. And then I started thinking about, you know, when I was really younger, I wanted to be, you know, fucking rich and famous. I would, I'd be jealous of like actors and shit. I'd be like, I want to be on TV one day. But then like looking at old pictures of myself with acne and stuff like that. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have been on TV. You know, this wouldn't look good. I'd probably get canceled because my skin was so bad. Oh my goodness. And then I started, I started thinking about it. It's like, who's, who's fucking famous that has bad skin? Like there's gotta be somebody. And, and I think when you have money and power, they just, either they give you the right products or they just do a really good job with fucking makeup, Photoshop, and shit like that to make you look fucking pretty and have everybody else who's just watching at home fucking envy you and make you 
feel like, ah, fuck, dude, this guy's skin is so nice, or this lady's, or whatever, who the fuck it is, and so, I think that was also, like, kind of a motivator, I was like, I want to be successful so I can fix my skin, or something like that, or just like, I just want to be, I want to have money so I could look good, I thought having money would just be the key, or, like, being famous, and having so many connections, I just thought, like, everybody, you, you think being successful and and famous and having money would just unlock doors and everybody's your friend everybody's gonna like hook you up with shit like hey man i see your teeth are slightly crooked i got a guy at invisalign that could hook it up it's not like that dude it's not if anything there's more people that are just trying especially in this climate dude in 2022 everybody's just trying to fucking take you down nobody likes celebrities anymore dude people gotta fucking change their names people gotta fucking be all secretive and shit like that Everybody's talking about that fucking show Euphoria, though. That seems like, you know, everybody's having crushes on some character named, like, Fez or some shit. I don't know. He's going to be in, like, the next Mac Miller autobiography or what the fuck, biopic, you know? That's how I want to be with the fucking Manny Pacquiao thing, dude. I want to be on a fucking TV show and have fucking people I don't know talking about, oh, the guy who plays fucking da-da-da-da-da. He looks so good. He looks like Manny Pacquiao. If they ever make a Manny Pacquiao biopic, they should cast this guy in it. And then and then they'll dig up all of my fucking podcasts and see me. This guy's been this guy's been campaigning to be Manny Pacquiao in a movie for 7 years. Yeah. He's going to and it'll be just an incredible story, dude. I'm going to make that movie and then, you know, it's just it's just this is just level 1 shit, you know? And then when it happens, it'll be like he spoke it into existence. This and that, this and that, or, or none of it fucking happens, I fucking die, and then there's some other fucking mook who becomes the Manny Pacquiao fucking character, and who knows, maybe he's even better than me, but I'll be dead, and I'll just be fucking frowning in hell or heaven. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Let's get high and shy, huh? Can I... Can I hit that? Yeah, this back. is yours. All right. I'm not wanting to give it. All right, we're back. High and shy, dude. That's what I call it. You think it's a good idea? Oh, we should smoke sometime. You get a fucking group of like fucking five, ten people. You all smoke. They smoke way more than you do. You think, oh, I'm going to be social. We're going to have deep talks. We're going to come to the conclusion of Joe Rogan this yeah, fucking <laughs> COVID that. And then, you know, three hits later, you're like, I want to go home. I feel uncomfortable. So that's where we're at with the podcast. We're just we're breathing, <sighs> trying to just relax. Just take it easy, man. Life is hard. No need to get your fucking blood boiling over people who don't who don't even fucking know who you are. You know, you put your phone down, you stop fucking responding to the emails, the unnecessary emails and the messages, and you realize, man, all you really got is your fucking self, you know, even family, man, there's, there's going to be a time where you don't talk to your family. There's going to be a time where they all got to go to bed or nobody's talking to you when you're taking a shower. Nobody's talking to you when you're in your car alone, driving to your fucking job before you go to bed. Whatever it is, man, there's those moments of silence. And it's like sometimes I feel like the key 
to happiness is just enjoying those moments as much as you can or like learning how to be all right with that stuff because once you once you're all right with with fucking solitary confinement you be all right. you can do anything dude it's just like being alone it's just it's important it's important Cause all you got is yourself, you know. You shouldn't really worry too much about it. That's why I never want to fucking run a business. That's why I never want to be like manager or something, you know. Cause yeah, you know. Oh, I don't have to work. I don't have to fucking. But hey, there's a whole bunch of other people working for you, and those motherfuckers got questions, dude. Are you in the mood for that? Nah, man. I mean, hey, maybe you are, man. I mean, we need we need leaders. We do need leaders. I think we just need better ones, dude. That's it. And I ain't trying to be a fucking leader, man. Like, the smart, the people who need to be leaders are the people who don't want to do it because they're too fucking smart to realize that it's a bad idea. Because you guys are fucking idiots. Straight up, man. Because if people aren't fucking, like, there's people who, like, try to be at the fucking top, but, like, You ever talk to them? Like, you ever talk to certain people who are just, like, always fucking trying to climb fucking corporate ladder or some shit? You don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Oh, yeah, the Dow stocks are down 5% today. This is a historic... This has never happened. This this pandemic is just... I should have put money on fucking Dawn before all the fucking toilet paper ran out, you know? Shit like that, dude. It's just those... uh, I don't know. I don't know. Those people that always just want to be on... T- it's like a power thing or something. And now I'm trying to... I'm not a therapist or anything, but I'm trying to, f- like, figure out why do people want to be on top so much? Why do people... Because, you, like, I always think of it this way, dude. I could have fucking $500 million in my bank account. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe maybe if that were to happen, if I were to have $500 million in my bank account... I wouldn't have to fucking go to bed at 10. You know what I mean? I pr- I feel like I kind of fear that sometimes. I fear I fear $500 million because I know my discipline isn't black belt level yet. I, you need black belt discipline to have $500 million. You, you know what the fuck is going to happen if I had $500? First of all, I'd shave my head. I just, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen within the first year. The year like, dude... If I, I, and I'm sorry for repeating it, but if I think 500 million thousand fucking dollars in my bank account, let's just say hella money. If I had hella money in my bank account, dude, the days are going to be so long, so long, because I'm having fun up the wazoo. I'm not, I'm not sleeping. You know what I mean? But if I had that money, dude, and I got hit with appendicitis, I'm not thinking about that fucking money, dude. I'm thinking about how bad my fucking stomach hurts. So I don't think I don't think the goal is to have your bank account have or feel as close to five hundred million dollars as it is. I think I think you need to have your mind and your body to feel like a five hundred million thousand dollars. See, I know right now that I'm not at that level because I can't even say whatever the fucking money amount is right now. You know what I mean? Like, how do I feel right now? I feel like I'm, I feel like a million bucks. I really do. I feel like, I feel like a fat person would definitely pay a million dollars to have my kind of energy, to have my kind of like 
longevity, life or whatever. Watch me have like a brain tumor right now and I've got like seven months to live. <laughs> and I'm just talking all, I'm a fucking Ferrari. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But that's it, man. It's just like, I, I just feel like uh, feeling good is not really a money thing. It can be, you know, but I think some of the very big fundamental steps to happiness comes uh, from within. Sound it may sound corny. It really it, like I. I don't know, man. See, I can't tell you. I can't teach you how to feel like how I feel. And newsflash, I feel good. I feel good. I, I have not thought about killing myself lately. Like really have been thinking of uh, like just the complete opposite. Really just trying to preserve preserve my life, um, and just doing my best. That's it. I just like I'm happy doing my best. Um, it's a challenge. I don't feel like I've done my best. But. I'm okay with that. I'm not I'm not upset with that because I have the rest of my life to reach that. And it's just just to even have that opportunity is just it's big, it's important. This might be a little off topic, but I don't think it is. It's just It's just like the little things, you know? Um and I feel like money can sometimes blind you from the little things. Benny, get the fuck out the tub. I'm talking about being happy. My fucking cat thinks he's a skateboarder or something, dude. He, get, he gets in the tub. He gets in the tub of the bathroom that he already has. Here's me losing it, by the way. Here's me fucking about... I'm about to, like, turn my fucking happiness into, like, I'm about to fucking be a bad person right now you know benny what the fuck is wrong with you seriously i know he cats are smart dude that's one thing that's changed about me i got this cat in what end of july we're like the beginning ish of february and this motherfucker how old is he because uh i got him in july but he's really born in may so he's like, he's like nine months old. He's almost a year old. And just look, I don't know if you heard that, but he's just, and he doesn't shut up every day. He scratched the fuck out of me two days ago. Deep fucking cut, deep fucking cut. If it was my eye, it would have definitely been, been gone. Oh man, the moment this motherfucker scratches me in the face, as deep as he fucking did in my arm right now. I should fucking kick him out right now for what he did to my arm. Honestly. Honestly, but I just kind of manned up a little bit. Because now that I'm thinking about it. And I'm shy. I just. I didn't trust cats for the longest fucking time. Because this cat scratched the fucking shit out of me, dude. This black cat. Not to be racist. Not to make it a race thing. But it was a black cat. Probably had green eyes. Um. And yeah, we were cool. We were cool for a couple of days. I loved I loved carrying him, you know. Carrying a cat was just so different as opposed to carrying a uh, 
a dog, you know? And I wanted to bring the cat upstairs, and the cat did not want to go upstairs. I guess. I don't It just fucking... Its claws came out, it fucking latched onto my arm, it jumped off, and my fucking wrist was just slashed. And I was like... And I learned my lesson. How old was I? I was probably like 12. I... Maybe 11? I don't know. I learned my fucking... I was like, yeah, we're not fucking with cats anymore. Fuck that, dude. Straight up. Woo! And now look at me. Idiot. Got a cat. That's what I said. This podcast is dedication, motivation, ignorance, fun. Uh, I'm, I'm plogging up, dude. My fucking nose, dude. <sighs> I fucking hate allergies. What the fuck is this? What if nobody, what if allergies didn't exist, right? Imagine a world where allergies didn't exist and in 2020 people started getting allergies and 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 the government was like, this is coronavirus, we need a vaccine, we need, that's a tweet right there, I'm about a tweet. You motherfuckers can find me on Twitter, uh, exclusive content. Uh, how do I and look when I come up with like lyrics and shit you might see it I've never done this out loud but we're gonna give it a try I when I write lyrics down I'll like forget words like if I wanted to say uh suicide logs we kill the motherfuckers harder than ball rogs I would like if I were to write it down it'd be like suicide logs killing motherfucker harder than ball I don't know Benny Stop it. He's playing with something. I don't know. But let's say. What? Okay. Imagine a world where allergies didn't exist. But then in 2020. He's just he's just being a fucking doof. Alright, hold on. The fucking cat. Fuck this cat, dude. All right. So imagine a world where allergies didn't exist, but then in 2020, people randomly started getting them. And the government called it COVID-19. Imagine a world where allergies didn't exist, but then in 2020... People randomly started getting them. And the government called it COVID-19. That's a tweet right there. That's how it goes. Probably paid a little bit more attention, you know, because we're on the podcast and we just thought of it. But there it is. Let's see if it gets a like or seven. I won today. Now I'm just scrolling. It's been a while since I've scrolled through Twitter and just fucking gave my thoughts. I see Stylebender. He's looking ready for the fight. Uh, been getting a lot of like EDM shit um, recommended to me, and I just think it's because uh, some dude went missing, and he's like an EDM kind of guy or whatever. And so I like clicked on his profile to see where he was from. And now it's just, now, it, look, you might like this, Nikki Bicky, I am a slut, and she censored slut, so it's just SL 
star T for a good crowd reaction during a drop. Look, it's got 333 likes. Number angels. But I don't I don't give a fuck, dude. I get I get a good crowd reaction during a drop. You Let me calm down, dude. It ain't important. It ain't important. This is why I stay off this shit. Benny, what the fuck? Fuck out of here. How how much time have we done? 44 minutes. I think we're good. We covered a lot. We covered uh Feeling like $500 million, discipline, ignorance, motivation, self-deprecation, self-discipline, perseverance, self-control, honor, respect, humility. What the fuck you think it is, dog? <laughs> Oh, sh- sh- I want to play the guitar. It's only 7-11, dude. I got to get out of here. I'm glad I did this, though. I feel very accomplished. That's what I can say. Episode 167, I'm proud of myself. It's probably really more. I don't fucking know, dude. 160, no, we're on 167. I'm pretty sure. I've made a lot of content, dude. I made a lot of content. I think I can label myself as a content creator, right? That's what I am. I'm a content creator. We just gave you motherfuckers 45, 45 fucking minutes and probably more because we're going to have an in- outro song. Oh, my fu- the whole fucking band, the whole fucking band front toward enemy. Uh, They said they said something on Instagram talking about how they're falling out of love with uh, music slash the guitar. And let me say this, man. Let me say this, band. I don't know, man. Maybe I'll just play one. I'll just play Front Toward Enemy. Just to kind of put people, maybe, you know, give, give, them, give them some motivation. Because I like it, man. Like, people don't, people don't really understand, man. You know, uh, music affects people. Podcasts affect people. Allergies fucking affect people. And sometimes that's just, you know, that's what, that's what's got to keep you going a little bit. Sometimes it ain't about you. You got to do it for the people. Like today, I didn't want to do a podcast. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, he, he said he's falling not falling out of love, but just like, what did he say? I don't remember. I don't have my phone on me, which is probably a good thing. I feel like this was a really good episode. But duh, it's fucking me. I don't know. I mean, there's episodes I, I thought I was bad too, so uh, I thought I think this was a good one. But anyways, back to front toward enemy. Um, you know, it's just sometimes sometimes something that'll motivate you is to just realize that you made an impact on someone's life. And that's what I'm doing, you know, when I'm not, when I'm not doing this episode, or I mean this podcast, when I'm not playing the guitar, I'm fucking, you know, I'm still striving to, to affect other people in a positive way. Um, 
I feel like it pays it pays more than affecting people in a negative way. Uh, I'm sure there's people I've negatively affected in my life recently. I'm trying to think of it. I don't know, man. This cat. I'm yelling at this fucking cat, you know? But it's like, hey, I took him in. It's my responsibility. And at the end of the day, me yelling at him for playing in the fucking whole ass bathroom I gave to himself is better than him being out on the streets. And some to some of you non-animal lovers, this I might sound just like completely ridiculous, you know. But yeah, man, it's just you just gotta you just gotta do your best. And if you're not, everybody's entitled to an off day. Cause I always tell, like when I'm at work, man, when people are tripping out, like I don't want to be here today, or I can't wait to go home, or I don't, you know. I tell them, I tell you don't have to be here. That's some leader shit right there, too. That's what leader people say. But that's the thing, too. If I was a fucking president or something, I'd probably just be so too laid back. I'd be like, yeah, you know, we don't have to fucking defend the country. You know, <laughs> we don't have to make these deals. We don't have to make these deadlines. And I think that's what presidents do. How long, like, how long have we been in trillion dollar debt? Before I was born, you know, before all you motherfuckers, I feel like I'm getting old, you know. So I just, I used to not fucking give a fuck about younger people and shit like that. But I don't know, it seems like my people are kind of losing their minds a little bit. So I'm just kind of, I'm just trying to be experienced, you know, but what the fuck do I know? But that that's what I want to instill in these younger folks, you know. People who be telling them shit, tell, putting negative things in their head, whatever it is, man. Your parents, whatever. Still question whoever it is. Still at the at the end of the day. Still, what the fuck do they know? Because really, what the fuck do they know? They know what they know. That's it. And it's just like you have to, you have to come to a conclusion if it, if what they know is valuable. That's it. And I feel like if somebody uh, talking down on you or what the fuck ever, you know, they probably don't know that much. Unless you're, you know, smoking crystal meth and being a pedophile, being 29 years old, trying to meet a 14-year-old at a park. That's a... There's a limit on how many times you can say, what the fuck do they know, okay? If you're a fucking alcoholic, you know what I'm saying? You drinking fucking... I feel like if you drink... if like my partner, bro. If my partner drinking five beers a day, I might say something. I might, I might be like, hey, I don't think that's a good idea. And then she'll probably say something like, well, what the fuck do you know? And I'll be like, I know what it feels like to go fucking a month without having five beers a day. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. No, what
Yeah.